This episode is brought to you by Cash Rewards. These are the yays of our lives. Busy and happy are not the same thing. We too rarely question what makes the heart sing. We work, then we rest, but rarely we play and often don't realise there's more than one way. So this is a platform to hear and explore the stories of those who found lives they adore. The good, bad and ugly, the best and worst day will bear all the facets of seizing your yay. I'm Sarah Davidson, or Spoonful of Sarah, a lawyer turned fun entrepreneur who swapped the suits and heels to co-found Matcha Maiden and Matcha Milk Bar. Seize the Yay is a series of conversations on finding a life you love and exploring the self-doubt, challenge, joy, and fulfillment along the way. Hello, lovely neighborhood. Hope you're having a wonderful week. Although us Melburnians have, of course, just in the last hour found out about another hard five-day lockdown, which sucks. So sending everyone lots of love and virtual hugs. I know some people will be heavily affected by this. Such a crazy time to be alive. Who could say what the next couple of weeks is going to be like, but just hope you find ways to seize your yay in the moments in between. And for now, we have got a dose of yay for your ears. It is another Express Yays of Our Lives episode. The segment is not quite fully ready to go ahead full steam, but pushing on with the semi-half-baked version for now. (laughs) And of course, kicking off with our quote of the yay segment, this one is painfully relevant to just that and to my past week and a bit since our last episode with the fabulous Emily Skye. It's so funny how often the things you need to read or need to hear, they very often make their way to you somehow all on their own, just when you need them most. And I've had so many messages this week from you guys about how particular quotes of the day from this week seemed to pop into your life at a time when they apply almost scarily well to your situation, which is what happened with this quote of the A for me while I was getting my knickers in an absolute knot about being a little bit delayed this week with our usual episode, as well as the new years of our life segment taking longer to organize logistically than I had hoped. So this one gave me so much guidance and help this week and I thought I'd share because some of you might enjoy it or need it too. So your quote of the yay this week is... Baby steps are still steps in the right direction. And for the endlessly over-enthusiastic A-type personalities out there like myself, this may come as a bit of a shock and go against everything your brain wants to do by taking all the steps at once. But it's one of the best pieces of advice I've ever heard and has helped me many a time, including this week. So firstly, I mean, when I mentioned things have been delayed, let's break that down for a moment. What does that even mean? I've actually never even set a particular release date for this podcast for the exact purpose of not imposing more false deadlines on myself than necessary. But of course, I've somehow fallen into a weekly routine that I now put enormous pressure on myself to keep up with. So it's a totally false manufactured deadline, even if I was delayed from that deadline. And secondly, the first quote of the AI shared when introducing this new segment last week was about the importance of just starting before you're ready and then tweaking as you go and refining and improving. You don't need to start with the final product. I already knew that bringing you a brand new segment with lots of different moving parts would take a while to streamline, especially while all our schedules and mobility is a bit all over the shop. So recording with more than one guest and maybe a co-host, it was all going to be a bit difficult. 
I already knew all of this. And yet I was still getting in a flap about having released something that wasn't absolutely perfect. And instead of focusing on all the steps I had taken to bring something new to life, I was focusing only on everything that I hadn't done yet, which was stripping so much joy from the whole process. I talk about it all the time, but we've become such a society of instant gratuity and wanting to rush to the end and know all the answers immediately and without any delays. I genuinely think it's one of the most exciting times to be alive because we've shunned the concept of impossible, anything is possible, and we're riding such an amazing wave of innovation and growth and change, but it comes with the dangers of speed being more important than direction and never appreciating the progress you're making because you're focusing instead on how far away you still might be from your ultimate destination. I've been finding it so hard to appreciate or even notice that I've taken any small steps over the past few weeks to bring yays of our lives to life, to even give it a name, to choose the sections, to announce it so that I can get submissions for you guys to find amazing Yeighborhood Watch stories to share, to make a list of potential great co-hosts who could join us and then seeing where our schedules might align to record. And of course, continuing working on the lineup for our regular interview segment. And I've just ignored that there's been any of that going on because I just want the finished product to be ready and easy and perfect and smooth. But some things, in fact, most things I've actually learnt, just take time. The best things do. So if you're in the early phases of something and feel like all you're taking is baby steps or not noticing that you're taking steps at all, of course, it's so typical to want to know how it's going to turn out and rush to the end to the finished perfect product. But If we did that with everything, it would take all the joy, all the growth and all the opportunity for refinement and to incorporate feedback along the way. You wouldn't have any of that. And so you probably wouldn't even make it to the final finished product anyway, because you'd miss the whole process of creating it. So I found that quote so valuable this week in reminding me that slow steps forward are still steps forward. And on a broader life level, not even in relation to a particular project like this segment, I think so many of us have felt frustrated in our lives if you're in a chapter of your life, a whole chapter like a job or a phase of living somewhere or a phase of having a particular relationship that you don't particularly like or you don't know where it's going and you just want to rush to the next one to get to where you're supposed to be. But again, you're missing the fact that the steps you're taking now, even if they feel a bit uncomfortable or they're confusing or they're uncertain, they might just be smaller, slower steps towards what comes next, towards what's meant for you, even if it's not at the pace that you'd like. Once you focus on the baby steps and applaud yourself for them, I feel like you just give yourself such a sense of relief from your own deadlines and expectations and suddenly revert back to focusing on making those steps as good as they can be, which then leads to the final product being better anyway. So apologies nonetheless for not having your double dose of yay quite ready to go in its full form, but I am very excited that we're getting there slowly and are making a wonderful, wonderful list of Yeighborhood Watch stories to come in the next few weeks. Another thing I often do in my default to perfectionism is assume that if I don't have a full perfect segment, I shouldn't do one at all. But why can't I do this little quote of the yay talk and recommendation and get that, you know, start practicing that and get used to that while we collate the Yeighborhood Watch stories in the background. Why? Why shouldn't I do that? I often have to remind myself that, you know, a small percentage of something is way better than a whole percentage of nothing. And remember that Yeighborhood Watch segment is going to rely heavily on you guys to dob on your good Samaritan Yeighbors who deserve to have some light shone on them. That too is taking a little while to build momentum while you guys figure out who you think is worthy of being nominated and then figure out how to actually share their story. But there have been some zingers so far that I can't wait 
wants to share. There is so much amazing stuff going on at the community level. So if you do have a story while we're in the planning phases in the next few weeks, please just email them through to smile at spoonfulofsarah.com. Lovely neighborhood just jumping in quickly with the best tip you'll get all year. If you haven't heard in our last episode, did you know you can get cash back when you shop online through our partner in Yay Cash Rewards? I know, it sounds far too good to be true, but cash rewards get paid a commission from retailers they partner with and then share that with you for you to withdraw from your bank or PayPal account. So when I tell Nick I'm basically saving money by shopping, it's actually true. (laughs) And the best part is the 1,500 or so retailers they partner with are some of the best places for Aussies to shop. Think up to 20% cash back from Menu Log, up to 10% from the iconic, 12% from Booking.com for you fellow Wanderlusters, and so much more. Sign up for free to join myself and a million other Aussies who are already getting cash rewards, and exclusively for the neighborhood, you can get a $20 cash bonus simply for signing up and shopping within 30 days when you use the code YAY. Link in the show notes now. For now, I just quickly jotted down a few things over the week that made my heart smile from the broader neighborhood that were in the news this week as a little stand-in in this episode for our neighborhood Watch section. Firstly, the loveliest story on ABC about Gary Cooper, a blind and nonverbal man from the Sunshine Coast. Gary spent nearly a week walking 96 kilometres from Pelican Waters to Noosa to raise money for children who have been impacted by domestic violence. I often need to remind myself everything in this life is relative and we can't always be comparing ourselves to the minute details of each other's lives, but there is something to be said for a regular reminder to just appreciate your basic human senses. Sight, smell, hearing, even just being able to move your limbs how you like them to – They're the easiest gifts to take for granted because often you don't appreciate them until one of them is removed or compromised. So rather than focus on what Gary can't do, his mum, Roz, explained that their family focuses on what he can do, like take to the pavement to raise money for an incredible cause. What a wonderful human being. I just wanted to hug him. I thought that was a really beautiful, beautiful story that should be shared. A really cool random thing I read about, another one on my internet adventures that came up, was actually from our hometown in Melbourne, where researchers have published a paper explaining how adding millions of discarded face masks, which are otherwise becoming quite a problem for the environment as we start using them more often this year, adding those discarded face masks to road paving mixtures could actually lower the cost of the road while diverting billions of the masks from landfill. Jia Lee and other scientists at Royal Melbourne Institute of Technology and Melbourne Technical College wrote in their study that the new composite material is a mixture of about 2% shredded masks with recycled concrete aggregate, RCA, a material derived from waste concrete and other minerals from demolished buildings. And it was found to be ideal for two of the four layers that are generally required to create roadways. Paving a kilometre of two-way road with the RCA along with 3 million face masks would result in a rerouting of 93 tonnes of waste from landfill. 
oh my gosh, I can't believe when I come home from a hard day of work and I'm like, oh gosh, it's been so difficult me being on my laptop all day. Other people have been solving the world's problems. Science is a miracle. It's just absolutely amazing. I kind of love, I'm sure you've noticed, getting into the nitty gritty of niche communities and what other people are doing. So I thought that was absolutely fascinating. And lastly, a funny one that's probably a bit more visual than audio. So you should probably just go and look up the video, but I laughed hysterically (laughs) watching that a man was presenting virtually to a Texas courtroom in the US and couldn't turn off the cat filter on his Zoom. So his face for the whole of his presenting evidence was as a cat. And he had to (laughs) explain to the judge that he wasn't actually a cat. He just couldn't turn the filter off and then proceeded to spend the whole rest of the time with a cat face on, which I thought was absolutely wonderful. Great chuckle and the material that we all need more of. (laughs) And finally, for this week's recommendation, did any of you manage to actually catch the Intouchables from last week? I actually watched it again and am reminded that it is one of the most beautiful reflections of humanity done in just such a subtle, I love French cinema. It's just done in such a different way with so many more subtleties and nuances than Hollywood. But if you haven't watched it, it's been dubbed into English and it's so, so lovely. I actually can't wait to have someone do this segment with me so I can banter a little bit and see what other people think about my favorite movies and shows and yay filled recommendations. My one for this week is actually another movie that felt kind of similar to me on the uplifting scale, which is The Blind Side. It's not a new one. It's from 2009 and it's a semi-biographical sports drama, which is based on a 2006 book. So it's a true story. And it tells the story of a young boy named Michael, who's an American football offensive lineman who overcame a really tough, challenging, impoverished upbringing to play in the NFL, which is, you know, I mean, in America, the ultimate, ultimate goal for so many sportsmen. With the help, though, of his adoptive parents. And obviously, me being adopted, it hit a special place in my heart. The mother was played by our girl, Sandra Bullock, in one of my favorite of her roles that was just portrayed so beautifully that she won an Oscar for it. I mean, that's the caliber of this movie. It is so heartwarming and gentle watching the way that they form a family together. The least likely companions, but they just embrace his dream and uh, he goes on to be incredibly successful as an NFL player and I don't know about you guys but movies based on a true story are just such a trigger for me I know nothing about NFL I don't watch it I'm not super into it but it's one of those movies that you don't need to the story of how the people just fall in love with each other and their relationships and finding those people who are just so good, so full of goodness that they would take someone else into their home and give and give and give to give someone a better future, even if there's nothing in particular in it for them. Sandra Bullock's character is unrelenting in her love and defensiveness and care and protectiveness for this young boy, Michael. And it's just, oh, it is so beautiful. So particularly for any of you in Melbourne, we're not going very far this weekend. So if you've got some time up your sleeve, please watch The Blind Side. It's so, so beautiful. Such a random one haven't even thought about it in like a year but I saw it come up somewhere and wanted to rewatch it myself so I saw thought some of you guys would enjoy it too hope you guys are having an otherwise wonderful week and uh, as I promised every time this segment comes into your ears it will be more and more refined uh, still getting into the swing of things and I would love to have uh, a little banter buddy on the show to share with you which I am also working on very exciting times Um, but yes we will be back with our regular interview segment in a couple of days which is a very exciting one one that um, speaks to a very special place in my childhood we actually have a principal ballerina from the Australian Ballet which was one of 
of the, uh, actually one of the shared requests. So quite a few of you requested a ballerina in the survey. So all of that is being taken into account and uh, I'm making sure to hit as many of those requests and recommendations as I can. Um, Just so grateful for all of you guys. Hope you're having a wonderful week and a seizing your yay.